Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. When Dina and I got engaged, we had been working with a college group, and they surprised us with a wedding shower. And one of the, the really awesome gifts, and I mean this, was a little book of marriage advice from these singles, many of whom were like seven, eight years younger than us. Mm. And relationally, they were a mess. <laughs> Their advice was really precious to us, though. And I, I still have the book. I still have that little book. Now, if you're engaged or recently married, there's no shortage of advice for you. You've had a lot of well-meaning people offer mostly good advice. Um, I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Greg Smalley. And today we have some more good advice uh, from Laura Shoup and Greg's wife, Erin. It's about the kitchen. And uh, here now are the guests talking to Jim Daly. Laura, there's a great part in your book where you encourage family and friends to be able to speak into the newlyweds' life. Uh, I think for most men, I don't know, we would probably, uh, you know, you'll find out. You'll learn all about it. We don't need to tell you Mm -hmm. anything. Moms are probably a little more like, no, I think we can lay some runway lights down. I think that's important. Speak to the the distinction there about a father and a mother and how, and family members, but the importance of mentoring a young couple. Well, years ago when I got married, I attended a bridal shower for my cousin. And um, the women of the church um, that were the friends of the mother of the bride gathered around and I guess they offered scripture or advice. And so when my daughter got married, a shower was offered to her. We call it a blessing shower. And um, women that are seasoned in marriage, um, my age, I guess, uh, the mother of the uh, bride, they would um, offer some advice. And so it's usually a little card or a note slipped in with a gift. And so that idea came to the book, like, let's do this in the book. So a group could give the book or uh, family members. And you just write something in there that's maybe it's a recipe. Maybe it's um, maybe the mother-in-law to be is giving it, and she's putting some of his favorite recipes in there. Oh, or, that's a great idea! Exactly, or scripture, or something yeah. that meant something to them that really got them through. Yeah, and, and I love that because mm-hmm. it is so true that generationally there's an influence that's handed down, and it's a powerful one. You know, we I realized when I went home to my mom's house that my kitchen on the other side of the country was set up just the way my mom's was with many of the same items. And I didn't even realize it, but yet I learned that there was so much that she had taught me just for me watching and maybe not even intentionally training me, but she was Mm -hmm. just by doing what she did. I learned so much from her. Well, it is so good. And I think Mm -hmm. this is a great gift book idea just to help a young couple, you know, move in the right direction, a positive direction. But before you get away, I have one last question for both of you, really. Mm -hmm. And this is it. What was the best advice you were given before you got married? What helped you looking back? Well, we attended premarital counseling, and our pastor told us um, he actually drew out a triangle, if you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And so um, at the top of the triangle, he drew a cross. And at the bottom, he drew my name. He he wrote my name and my husband Tom's name. And he said, the closer you get to Christ, the closer you get to each other. Oh, that's interesting. And I've never forgotten that. And I just, I, I have kept it with me 
throughout our 30-year yeah. marriage. That's probably the best advice you can get. It really was. In life. Yeah. How about you, Erin? And you know, as you know, our story, we didn't do a whole lot of premarital counseling, which is funny because now we are like, <laughs> we are headstrong on you have to do premarital counseling because we lived through our first couple of years that were really tough. But I will never forget someone, this older gentleman told Greg and I, before we got married, don't ever bad mouth, don't ever speak poorly of your spouse in front of them or when they're not there, when they're mm-hmm. not there to defend themselves. And I just, I, it, what it has done is it has built an environment of safety to know that Greg has my back. I have his. We're a team and we're going to work through whatever challenges come together. And I'm so thankful for that. I so appreciate the conversation with Laura and Aaron. And uh, Greg, I'm sure that um, you remember what Aaron's talking about there and that she's never said a bad word about you since. <laughs> <laughs> she is not. I mostly. Remember, yeah, mostly. I remember that guy in, in him saying that don't ever speak poorly of your spouse mm-hmm. in front of others because not too long after that same party, same guy, he said something else I've never forgotten. He said, don't let the first compliment that your wife hear come from another man. Oh, and that's his, really good. Too. Yeah. He, he was like the King Solomon of today. <laughs> all this, all these great proverbs he was passing out at this, at this dinner party. I have been guilty of making negative comments about my wife in front of the kids, which I regret. I mean, I, I wish I could roll the tape back. I'm trying better to make sure that I, um, you know, that I'm really the encourager of her publicly and in front of the kids. But I, I appreciate so much uh, the advice. Now, if an engaged couple came to you, um, which does happen, right? I mean, you do a lot of premarital counseling. <laughs> they so do. What are some of the common things? What are the top three things you offer these these younger couples? My number one is never joke about divorce. Take that word out of your vocabulary. The word doesn't exist. Your spouse needs to know that your commitment is rock solid, lifelong. I think another one is to closely pursue your spouse every day in some small way. Maybe that's a quick five-minute conversation at the end when you're laying in bed where you're mm. just asking, how, how was your day? How are you feeling? What's something God's been teaching you? Just something to where it's beyond the to-do list and who's going to pick up the yeah. milk tomorrow. Maybe it's while you're cooking dinner and you're just checking in what was the high of your day, the the low of your day. Pursue your spouse. Take them on a date when you're able to. You know, go on some sort of annual adventure together. So something about look for ways to pursue one another. And then my third is to build strong community. That it it does take a village to raise a marriage. You need other people in your life who are cheerleading for you who are there when things are tough, who are there to celebrate when, when good things happen. So don't, don't do marriage alone. Invite others into your marriage mm. and, and see how that keeps your marriage strong. Well, I appreciate that. And on behalf of our listeners, let me say thank you for sharing so much uh, on these podcasts. I mean, you, you do a terrific job of bringing biblical wisdom to the table and, um, of really highlighting some things that are very practical, attainable for most of us to think about and implement to have a stronger marriage. I mean, you've dedicated your life to that, uh, to that very thing, to helping other couples have strong, healthy marriages, even if that means learning how to fight fairly, if it means going to an intensive like Hope Restored, 
when things are really, really bad. But your specialty is kind of the preventive maintenance aspect. I so appreciate that uh, here in these podcasts. And thank you for uh, being so honest about the fact that you don't have a perfect marriage. It is not attainable but you have a Mm. good marriage, it's because you work at it. So um, I want you as a listener to follow up and to see just some of the resources that we have for you at the Focus website. Uh, We do have a free digital download of uh, the conversation that Laura and Aaron had with Jim and me. And you can get a copy of Laura's book, Our Newlywed Kitchen, The Art of Cooking, Gathering, and Creating Traditions, for yourself or perhaps as a wedding gift for somebody. Um, Give them the book, share some things in there uh, before you give it to them, and know that you're probably making a generational impact as you help uh, that newly married couple, that young couple, really center around the kitchen in conversation. So our website details and our phone number are in the episode notes. And uh, for now, on behalf of Greg Smalley and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.